Oh, are we in? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Echoing. I forgot. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Welcome to episode number two of the podcast. And today I'm here with Stephanie Gonzalez, a friend, an artist. And today we're going to talk about her artwork. Yeah. Stephanie, do you have anything to say? Uh, I'm I'm just like, happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> After thirty minutes of us having technology <laughs> problems, <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> okay, um, one of the artwork that I constant constantly see on your Instagram is of your grandparents' wedding. So I was wondering, like, what was the story behind it? Okay, so, well, I, during the summer, you know, it was, like, during quarantine, and and we were graduating high school, and I was, like, vouching for, um, like, I wanted, I wanted to continue painting, and I wanted to, like, busy myself painting, so, like, I wanted to find anything that I could paint, and I, and, you know, I never painted for anyone, right, I was painting for myself, but, like, I never saw myself as painting for someone as a gift, um, like, in a way, it kind of turns me off because, like, I have no, like, creative, like, uh, what's that? Creative freedom, right? But um, I yeah. took what I got, and I was like, you know what? I Maybe this is the time to practice portraiture. You know, I never painted people that much. And, um, well, how I approached it was, like, I wanted to, like, I wanted to practice expressionism, right, where you know, the colors are, are, like, so bold and bright, and it looks ugly as, like, as hell, but it's really pretty to me, but, um, but, you know, like, since it was my grandparents, and they have, like, a specific taste when it comes to, like, how they want it to be painted, like, more human-like, um, I had to respect that, right, like, you can't just paint, like, you know, someone, you know, you can't paint someone's, you know, skin green when they want to be painted, you know, like, fleshy, beige, or whatever, but um yeah isn't that funny like asian grandparents or asian parents they always think like when they do a set art it always has to be somewhat realistic yeah 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 <laughs> um yes yes and because I- if i just like gave mom like random blobs and call it flowers she's like no this is not it <laughs> um i know that well the thing with my grandparents is that well, as my mom tells me that, my mom told me that my grandparents lied to me about how, like, good it looks. Um, They're like, my mom's like, <clears throat> you know what? They don't tell you the truth, I will. And then my grandparents are like, this is so pretty, Stephanie, so good. Keep up the good work. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't blame them. You know, they're grandparents. So, like, <laughs> so like, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Um, Like, I get that they, they don't want to hurt my feelings. But, like, I sometimes, well, during the summer and still now, I will go to my grandma and be like, you're not lying to me, right? Because it's okay. You don't, you have to be honest with me. And she's like, I'm not lying. And I'm just like, okay, fine. So, yeah. Um, And, oh. I don't know. Did your grandparents got married in the U.S.? No, they got married in China. So, like, the story behind the wedding is that um, this isn't, okay, so my, so my, my grandparents have two daughters, right? One is um, older, one is younger. Um, when my mom was born, they didn't really have a wedding at all. Um, I believe that that they were yeah. poor back then. But when my aunt is, was finally born, she was like, a, I guess, a newborn baby. They finally got a wedding. But the thing is, um, it was a photo shoot, you know, not, I'm not sure if it's like a wedding wedding or if, it, but my grandma said that it was a photo shoot and that, the pearls that I um, painted, those were borrowed from, like, the studio. So, yeah, um, this painting reminds me of, like, a lot of, like, those Asian, Chinese, like, I don't know, I don't know if you ever been to those studios, like, bridal studios, that, like, they, like, set up these pictures, like, even modern time, even on, like, East Broadway, there's so many of these shops, and then, like, this painting just gave me, like, this nostalgic like reminder 
of like all these like fake photo shoots like there's even like photo shoots of my parents and they're like in like geisha and samurai photos like it's all really set up um for me it's like um i know i know my parents um like my parents has this really like huge portrait of themselves and like the background is pink and my mom's like so white i'm just like okay mom you're not that white but okay um and like my yeah, my dad's face was bright, and I'm just like okay, okay. And then um, yeah, I I I just remembered my aunt's photos too. They were also as big and as brightened. But wow, your parents like portrait sounds over the top. That's that's really cool. <laughs> I would like to see it someday. If I don't know, I don't know where your parents stored it, but I know my parents stored it somewhere. But I don't see it anymore. But, like, I find it, like, so weird, like, all these Asian or, like, Chinese weddings, they're, like, the photos are really staged. It's not, like, the traditional, like, Western wedding, like, Chinese wedding, like, one night. They have one night to celebrate with all their, like, relatives and friends. But then, like, also at Chinese weddings, like, half of the people, have, like, have you ever been to them? Like, you don't even know who they are. I don't know who they are. Like, you don't know who they are, and you're like, oh, this is our long-lost neighbor, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's, like, crazy to think, like, after our generation, we don't know who they are, and we don't know who their children are. But then, like, I don't know, our parents and grandparents, they have this game of, like, oh, paying back money to the oh. other family. But I'm like, why do you... I need to tell you something. Wait, I'm sorry. I, wait, wait, continue, continue, continue. no i just think it's really funny like weddings you're just giving back the money that they gave you for your wedding like you know what i mean yeah um you know in fact i found out that my mom and aunt made an agreement to not do like christmas gifts because um my mom has kids which is me and my brother and my aunt has also like she also has kids and they're like it makes no sense that's just let's not do the red envelope thing anymore between them so that was the agreement between them and that's why I feel bad taking money because um because okay so when I when I take money I'm just like okay my mom's gonna pay them back anyway like this is what happened like two days ago okay so like so this week is my birthday and Christmas right so my uncle gave me um two envelopes right for both events so yeah. so after so so and then like minutes later my grandma called my mom she's like okay so uncle jay gave you no gave your daughter these envelopes you gotta get the kids back and then and then like that you know and that's how things are initiated somehow so that was it yeah but i feel like when my aunt give me like envelopes like i feel like oh in the future i gotta like buy you a lot of shit because like you give me so much yeah like i feel like like, a part of me is still, like, Confucius time, like, respect your elderly and pay them back. But then another part of me is, like, Western, like, I'm an independent person. Why do I take care of you kind of thing? I I share the same values as you, to be honest. Um, I, I mean, I'm not sure, but do you live your grandparents? No, but um, I used to. Well, for me, it's, like, uh, I love my grandparents, right? They're, like, really close to my life. Um, I... What happened is, like, they're always like, so, when you get a job, are you going to pay my bills? And I'm just like, yeah. And then, so, when you make money, are you going to bring me yum cha? And I'm just like, yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Like, I will. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, that's how I, that's how it should be, you know? Like, like, they raise you when you're supposed to take care of them back, you know? When you're capable of, you know, when you're capable I'm doing yeah, the other day I was talking to my mom and she's like, oh, when we buy a house in the future, like, like she kind of expected me to like pay half of it. But I'm like, why? Like, I'll be 27. I'll be out of the house already. <laughs> like, I'll still help you pay, but I can't do everything. My mom's the opposite, really. Um, She's like, like okay, I'm, I'm, the last month, right, I was like really sad because Okay, so right. Okay, so right now I live in two different houses. I live in my grandparents' house and I live in my mom's house because I like I used to live with my grandparents, but I moved out. But like I I stay with my grandparents like four times a week to like get them company because um like our houses are like two blocks away anyway. So I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, yeah. you're gonna be like my grandparents one day because we don't want us to leave you, right? When you get older, and mom's like, 
um actually I'm fine being in a senior center I have the money I can pay for it and I'm just like <laughs> my mom's like I, I I like she's like really independent but like I feel like when she gets older she would you know want what my grandparents want now you know like like I yeah. I look at my grandparents and I'm just like you know when they were young they were probably so like prideful and all that but when they get older they become more I guess cheerful you know like that's what I usually think yeah that's like yeah that's like the thing that I'm like feel conflicted about from like Chinese culture and like American culture because like Chinese like they constantly stay in a multi-generational house but then American like oh you do your own thing who cares Mm -hmm. but then like in Chinese and Asian culture like your actions mean so much more than like gifts yeah but you can't like ever repay them back from what they sacrifice Mm -hmm. I agree with that like I yeah I wish like my mom's parents used to live with us but I didn't talk to them that much and my dad's parents they're in China also like I feel like I have a language barrier like I know what they're saying but I just can't respond back and like it's kind of boring to have the same conversation like over again because they're always asked oh do you eat yet or like how's school I am but I don't have anything else to do talk about. Do you speak about. Cantonese or do you speak a, a little bit? I'm not fluent at all. I'm just like. Wait, oh, I'm okay. I'm fluent. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. Um, do you speak a little fluent? It's okay. Yeah, but like extremely yeah, it's okay. broken. It's, it's okay. Um, for me, like I mean, I guess because I grew up with my grandparents. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't have to. I mean. Everyone makes fun of my, my Cantonese sometimes, right? But in a playful manner. But the thing is, like, um, I like I don't have to speak Cantonese. I just know that I can be sassy with them. But the thing is, um, I always use a Chinese translator to be like, "This is what I, this is what I." Yeah. <laughs> but um, but you know, I still haven't taken advantage of that, um, of you know, being with my grandparents because you know. I should be able to take advantage of the fact that they can teach me. Um, but I feel the same. Like, I can relate to you and my Mexican um, grandparents. Like, okay, I, 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 I love them, but the thing is I don't feel that close to them that much. In, you know, we yeah. live in, like, different boroughs. And in, in the pandemic, you know, made that harder, you know? I was like, this is the year where I, I'm going to try my best to speak with them, right? But... You know that you know the pandemic happened, and I, you know, um, but I don't know. Like this is like I mean, tying back to my art, it's like I never painted Mexican relatives, right? Um, but I know yeah. I don't feel that like connection yet. Like I'm okay. So to be honest with you, I never thought of family that much until the pandemic started. Like I, I was always like after school, I'm a go somewhere i'm not gonna go home i'm gonna you know hang out with my boyfriend you know and like come home at like eight but um but now that the time the pandemic started i realized this is how i feel about my family but you know it kind of sucks to like mature to have that realization when you're like 17 or 18 you know like that yeah it kind of sucks to be that late you know it's so funny how, like, your paintings, you embrace your Asian Chinese side. But, like, I'm not Mexican at all. But, like, I love Mexican folk art. I don't know why, but I just do. And, like, I feel like I, like, in my neighborhood that I grew up in, that I still live in, is, like, majority Chinese, Black, Mexican, Hispanic. And, like, I feel like I relate to Black and Hispanic more than my oh. Asian side. But I feel like a lot of that was, like, influenced by media, like, because, like, Hispanic and Black, they were, like, I saw them more as, like, American than the Asian people, even though we all grew up in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Too conflicting. Um, that's a, I, never, I never heard this viewpoint at all. It's, it's always been, like, you're either this or American, or if you're mixed, you're either, like, stuck in between, or, or like, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about? But I never... 
Well, that's actually okay. So, the, so the neighborhood that I live in, I live in um, I live in a predominantly Hispanic and Asian neighborhood. I live in Queens, um. So you know that's like mostly Hispanic and Asians, but yeah, so I know it's kind of weird. So in middle school, I went to this middle school that's like mostly like South Asian and Black and Hispanic. But then when I went to Laguardia, it was like mostly. And I'm white. white. And and like my friends were mostly Asian because like mostly like is it just me or like were the art majors like almost eight like like and I'm just, almost like, all yeah, Asian. Like, and just like like your environment matters. To be honest, you know, because yeah, yeah, because like majority of the art majors were Asian. Like I don't, I don't know if you felt it, but I'm like, are these like other races or like white people looking down at us for being like visual artists? Oh, I never felt that way. Just maybe that's because I always like mingled with, I always mingled majors. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure. Do you feel that way? But I realized, yeah, sometimes. Awesome. But I realized like the people that I connect to aren't because of race but because of like economic mm. status that's why I connect to them more like I can't I barely have any Asian friends even though we're all Asian but like I feel like if they're like slightly more wealthier they have like certain privileges and I just like can't connect to that you know you mean like okay so then like being able to go out all the time and eat or like like is that what you mean like or being able to- or like celebrating certain holidays like american holidays i'm like i can't relate like even if i just get like a cake for my birthday i'll be grateful for that but like i don't get presents or anything oh i see that i see that um my you know the thing with that is like, like my my family you can see like the wealth disparity between them it really does show um uh, and okay, so like, on my my father's side, he, he's Mexican. Like, they're they live in Harlem, but they're like a bit, um, a bit more poor because um, they have brothers who are you know, who, I mean, they don't have, they have sons who are still in college that need to like work and provide. For them. Yeah. And then, but on my mom's side, my mom was able to you know go to Hunter when she immigrated here. Um. So like because of her, like um. She was able to no because of her and my aunt. She was able to support. Well, they were both able to support my grandparents, and my dad. Um, my dad took a UPS job. So, and I think UPS is like fine because you know everyone needs UPS anyway. Yeah, he's like fine. But, yeah. Um, but my dad's side is like, they're still picking themselves up, but I don't think they deserve that because, you know, they're so hardworking, but. I don't know what my dad does for them, to be honest. I really don't know what my dad does. I mean, I mean, oops. <laughs> this is like, I'm recording all this. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I want to know. What- I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm still, like, somewhere between your mom and your dad generation. Like, my ch- children will be at your generation right now. That's nice. Um, And there's also, like, a... Yeah, like, I still see, like, my some of my family members are still able to, like, I've, I guess to them, like, success and wealth comes in houses. I mean, like, my mom yeah. was always, like, I want my own house. I never got a house. And then, like, she's always, at, like, house, 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 house. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that she, you know, like, her dream, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that, but. You know, I was always fine with like, the way I I lived personally. Like, I I didn't mind like, a yeah. small bed. I I love being my grandparents, no matter how cramped like my household was. But um, but you know, I I'm grateful for both. To be honest, I mean, what do you like? What do, how do you feel about like houses and you know those signs of like success or wealth? Um. Okay, I feel like my family, like, we're, we, like, slowly move up the ladder, but we're still, like, 
lower middle class mm-hmm. status and then like it's a huge contrast from like my childhood like we live in this like cramp and tight like tenement mm-hmm. building and like there was not even lights you could barely see the stairs when mm-hmm. you walk up and like like I understand the value of money like this is like go back to the part about privilege like everyone else is out celebrating Christmas and stuff but my parents are working like my dad is on the other side of like in restaurants providing you while you guys mm-hmm. feast you know like they don't even get to celebrate mm-hmm. their birthday you know that's honestly wow I never thought of it that way like when you say okay so to me okay I want to be honest here like I never I don't really care about my own birthday like because I you know for me it's just like you know like whatever you know yeah, another another cake, day, another cake. Yeah, it's fine, but you know, you make it seem, you know, like really important. Like, wow, I, I, it was, I appreciate that outlook because now I'm thinking about it too. Um, but um, wow, wow. Wait, do you like imagine like oh okay? okay. I'll ask another question. But you can go, you can go. Oh, okay. No, no, you I go. Ask, like, okay, so I remember when remember when I you know told you idea um i never yeah. in my mind it was always going to be a walk-in right and it was just going to be like a free yeah. gallery just see it and enjoy it and go you know but you yeah. brought up the idea of selling art and um charging ten dollars to come in like and i that surprised me because i never thought of that um so i was wondering you know what was like your like is it is it family background was it did that influence your decision or like your idea of of like in, like of making tickets to come in is that does that make sense um yeah I don't think it has anything to do with my family background I feel like for art like people a lot of people like always like oh I make art for myself it's personal but that's not true like you always make art because you want other people to recognize you either through like praising you like recognition getting followers or getting money like there's no thing no no such thing anymore of just making art for you mm. you know especially in the time of instagram and facebook you constantly want to share mm, i see and i feel like in our capitalist society having like people just come in and like look at your art like because you make it free they don't think your art is valuable oh okay okay like yeah i was like my standpoint of it was like for like educational wise like i i also like i was thinking about like how um like people like how not people like um museums like the met how they can be you know a little bit more um intimidating to come into right or like the galleries with white walls like that's intimidating to you know go into even though even though you're a New Yorker and in the Met, it's free for you, but you know you feel like hey, because you know it's so like elitist. You want to support like whatever they're doing, um, and the thing- then my concern. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, so I wanted to like an and an I. She told me during class that yeah. she said that like these institutions, like they and like, these like you know like beautiful architecture and like the met steps like shows that these like the the things that building are worth protecting and therefore valuable so i think that's an interesting thought to put out there for this discussion so what were you going to say i said like since you want to make art more accessible like my first opinion is why not give more funding to public schools mm-hmm. that should be the number like a lot of poor neighborhoods because you know how your funding is from like property tax in that school region that that's how the school get funding so Mm -hmm. like we need to invest more on like art and music because i literally see like art and music as the path of out out poverty because it makes people think outside of the box they like keep thinking they had to like live the way their parents live Mm -hmm. you know and it's really weird in my neighborhood. Like, I still live on the Lower East Side. But then recently, there have been so much galleries popping up. But, like, the problem... Yeah, gentrification. The problem with that is, like, they're increasing the price of everything. 
and then where are these people gonna live yes yep yeah i i feel like artists like especially the younger ones they have a responsibility you know of on, on like where they provide their art you know like honestly like, okay so new york city we we know that it's like the powerhouse of art but but you mostly see that in like manhattan that one borough so if artists were to invest especially native new yorkers you know like you don't like for me like i thought that i wanted to be like showcasing like soho and chinatown but you know i can do that in queens where i live and that's going to be good for the neighborhood too because that's in a way it makes art accessible you know maybe inspire you know other queens people to make their art and showcase it but like it doesn't have to be like a like a high-end thing it could just be a free event you know it doesn't have to be formal you know and but like art art is a privileged thing because you think like working class people can spend money to buy a painting like no they're not that's why like these days i'm so like more obsessed with like functional art to make art into bags or like mugs like so people could still look at these things but then like it's still useful yeah i agree with that i um i okay so there was this um Actually, I'm not sure if I want to talk about it, but basically, okay, so you watch okay. the art assignment on YouTube? The art. Sometimes. Okay, so, like, um. But didn't it went away huh? or something? Oh, no, like, I think. Did they stop? No, no, no. I think I watched, like, one episode and I think I forgot her name. Damn. I don't want to refer to her as, you know, um. Yeah. Yeah, as, like, the wife of, you know, John. I don't want to say that. Oh, God. I... I forgot. I'm like I, I can't believe I forgot her name. But um, she published a okay. <laughs> she published a book um that gave prompts to like people to make art, but in an accessible manner using like the everyday like household items. And I thought that that was really nice of her, you know. Or like I, and like I like how other artists give prompts too, you know, um, so that people can interact with the way they live. But the thing is, um. Okay, so to be honest with you, I don't really, okay, I don't really interact with, like, my household objects unless it's to photograph them being there because I know that they're important. But but I'm, like, really, like, like I'm an oil painter and you need paint. And I know it's, it's, it's really traditional, but, like, I, I feel like I'm so devoted to it. So that's how I feel. But... You know what's funny? Like, I'm not, like, a materialistic mm-hmm. person, but, like, art supplies is the one thing I will splurge on. <laughs> so I, I can oh relate. I, um, the thing is, um, okay, okay, so, does this sound bad if I say here? Like, okay, so I told my boyfriend to get me brushes because I didn't want to buy my own brushes because I didn't want to feel guilty. But, like, but the, thing, but the thing was, it's, like, my birthday, so get me brushes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um but um i'm actually really like i feel really lucky to have supportive family members that support like your art you know it's kind of like i I don't i don't work yet but but it's nice to have someone to be like happy birthday here's the art supplies that you asked for you know (laughs) but yeah um like i i saw your post right i think it was a sketchbook post and you thanked someone for the supplies was it like who were they are they your family um no um she was my eighth grade art teacher that i only had for one year wow i'm yeah i'm really grateful to have like a lot i feel like a lot of the time this is art teachers but they always have my back i don't know why they like me but they do (laughs) like me oh i i think I love art teachers. They're really amazing. Um, yeah, I remember my middle school art teacher too. Like she was the one who helped me with um, my portfolio for Lagordia. Did I didn't even know what was Lagordia till like two months before the audition. Oh. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like it's it's public school. You don't public schools. I know I, I complained about this before, but public schools don't really help their students unless they're like like an elite middle school or something like. Like, why? Like, why? I don't know. I feel... Also, like, when I got to LaGuardia, I'm like, why is everyone so pretentious? Like, they have a stick up their ass. Like, they think they're so great. I'm like, this school ain't shit if it wasn't for the students that, like, literally spent hours here. 
But I'm like, why do they treat LaGuardia students yeah, so bad? Um, you know, I kind of, I mean, I don't want to, okay, I hate to admit this, but like, I don't really, I didn't learn that much in, in, in art. It's, except for, I didn't, I, I didn't learn anything in yeah, art. Yeah, besides art history, besides art history and like the basics of oil painting. Everything else was like, okay, I think I, okay, I posted this on my story, but you know the fat over lean thing, right? Like the fat over lean, the yeah. People always, I mean, at least I was. No one taught I you that. I was taught that, right? But people always, no. But the, the purpose yeah. of fat overlean that they told me was like it's how it is, you know. It was to like help you with the underpainting and like the light and darkness. But I went online and they said that the only to prevent cracking. And I'm yeah. like, why didn't no one tell me this? You know, like, and were you were you taught cracking? Yeah, I wasn't taught cracking. Well, I just I automatically knew that, but no one taught me. Cracking, you know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, like, okay, because I... if you put the thin layer on top when it dries, the bottom fat layer is uh-huh. still trying to oxidize, but then that's gonna shrink the I'm paint. So stupid, kinda, yeah, you know I know what, I mean? what you mean now. Like, <laughs> look, cause like I used to get lazy, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna use like. I'm not gonna use liquid. I'm just gonna use my, you know, my odorous mineral spirit and just like paint on top because I got lazier because I didn't want to like mix with like any other medium. But now I know. Now I know. But oh, but when I oil paint, I barely use any like liquid mi- um, linseed oil. I don't use mediums. I just oh, use like straight up amazing. paint. So like, no, I wish I used like play around with it more to create more textures like I don't like how my painting is like flat like I like how like in your like blue iris paintings are they irises iris. or orchards orchards you know what I'm talking about? iris like I love how the way like your paint strokes are like they're like very Van Gogh style yes, I... type you know what I mean I love how you can see the texture, like I the waviness of the petals. That. The thing with liquid is that it saves you paint. You don't have to use like a bunch of like glob of paint to make a brush stroke. You can just use a medium and that saves you paint. Do you know what I mean? Because if you wanted to make that brush stroke, you would... Stop recording. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Was it me? No, this is how you want to leave recording. Do another link. Stay connected. To finish it all. Wait, but you're you're still connected though. It says you're still connected. Is you're still recording? Okay. okay. Oh, oh shit! I could you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we? T- liquid. Yes, liquid. Um, I said that liquid saves you paint because if you want to, some people when they want to make like a certain like brush stroke they would have to add more paint but like when saves you that also because i feel like i use like cheap i think you're frozen they are Okay, actually, never mind. I can hear you now. Oh, okay. So sorry. I, I said I use too much cheap oil. I never buy my own oils. I only use the one in school. Um, but but in, over the summer, I was able to like got my own like set of paints. But like, I think it's a good investment though because I use some uh, Winton right from Wizard and Newton, but they were they were student grades, so they're cheaper than like the artist grades. Yeah. But, it's gonna last you a long time. It's a good investment, at least to me, it, it was. Like it's good. I'm not gonna like for me. I'm, I'm not gonna stop using oil paint. Are you like? Are you like a? Are you solely an oil painter? No, I I get bored with materials, so I had to constantly jump around. Wow. But like, I feel like right now going through the stages, like, what's the point of art? Like, why am I making it? Like. No one's gonna see it. Honestly, like I'm at that stage. You okay. Know? Okay. So I. Okay. So Coco. I. I. 
Hey, are you asking why I'm making Arnold's gonna see it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, like, okay, so. Okay, I okay, first of all, I disagree with you a little bit on like, on like, on making art for myself doesn't exist anymore. But 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 I'm like really active on social media and I aggressively post. I think that's how I feel. That's how I feel sometimes. But like, but like um, but what I noticed about you is that you don't really post that much. Like I'm. Yeah, your followers want to see it. I'm going to support you. They're going to support you. Otherwise, they wouldn't be following you. But, like, I feel like, I mean, you don't have to do this for yourself because sometimes posting is a waste of time. But, like, like you can always, you know, you can keep posting. Like, like I know you, I look, I looked through your website. You make, like, 100 drawings. You know, you told me that you made 500 drawings for your gallery art show. But, like, yeah, just, you know, sometimes you have to advocate for yourself. You know, you don't have to, like I'm not, I'm not calling you shy, but you should be more aggressive if you want your art to be seen. Like just be really, really aggressive. Like you're not gonna, annoy, you're not gonna annoy us, your followers. I'm gonna take it all in, but you know, like just be, just be aggressive. You know, um, I feel like every few months or years, I go through this like new stage of like self renewal. So like, I don't know, like these last few days, I feel like really inspired to start painting again. Like even yesterday, I went to Blick and bought some supplies and sketchbooks. Wait, wait, um, the one thing about Blick is that, uh, okay, so their online prices are cheaper than in-person store. I learned that the hard way. But, (laughs) but yeah, I used to ripped off, but now I, now I only do online Blick. Um, I wanted to ask something. Um, do you, like, I know, okay, and it sounds so, like, okay, I probably sound, like, unhealthy, but I, I go through periods of, like, insecurity, you know, and I know, like, I don't know, like, do you ever experience that, like, insecurity when it comes to art, like? Um, I feel like I don't really feel insecure, like, I know, like, some of my art or, like, drawings, I know they are shit, like, to like i'm my worst own critic you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i don't give a fuck what other people have to think like i know what to work on and like if i make a work even though it doesn't look like my regular work like nice good details fine line like shit like that like and i still like it i don't give a fuck what everyone else thinks honest okay that's that's amazing. i love that um and for me it's like Okay, I remember, okay, in high school, like, I would, okay, I used to cry in the bathroom. Like, no, 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 in, bet- <laughs> in between, like, my art, because, like, because like, advanced painting is, like, two periods, right? And, like, I go, like, a break. And yeah. I'm just, like, why am I so bad, you know? Like, like I went, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I realized that, you know, I never, I was, I wasn't shit in junior year and senior year. Oh, now yeah. I feel better about like my skill set now, but I know that I have a long way to go because like okay, so I started oil painting with like the small tubes, the small sheep tubes. Yeah. In in the freshman year, right? But the thing is, like four years isn't enough. It's never gonna be enough. Like unless I'm like six feet, I can say I'm a master, you know? But like so I still have a long way to go because four years is still like at least to me it's still like a beginner period. Does that make sense? Like I, you- but I also feel like it's how much time we have. Because, like, four years, like, painting every day versus four years painting every other yes, weekend. Yes. Yeah. Also, I feel like I grew a lot more because I experimented, like, experimented a lot. Like, I was that one kid in the art classroom that used, like, 20 canvas per semester. That's amazing. Mm. And, and, like, but like half of it is like shit though. <laughs> I I honestly I used to feel bad about about doing something like that, but but now I don't really feel bad about using up materials because they they were there for me to learn, you know. And there's always just yeah, always just so. I feel like I like sometimes when I lay in bed before I go to sleep, I always think of like new artwork, and I'm like, oh, I gotta do this because. Even though, like, if it turns out physically bad, like, if I don't put down the idea, then that idea is going to slip by and I can never redo it ever again. But as long as I, like, record it somehow, 
I could always go back. I um for me it's like okay, so do you view your artwork like this? Like for me I view my paintings as like a timeline of my life. Like does that? Yeah. yeah. And like I think my sole purpose right now is to like like I like when I grow old, I want at least a hundred paintings under my name. Like some people are like I, I know like okay, I hopefully I, I get the numbers correct, but like so Van Gogh, he like died until his like like his He was like forty something, like, right? No, he died pretty young. I don't know how old he died, but he died really young. But he made over like, like what was it like eight hundred a thousand? I don't know. I don't know, but that that's a that's a good a lot. number to paint when you're like that young. But of course he didn't really have a job, so like and yeah. he was like a, you know, yeah, so Oh well, but that's what I want under like my belt of paintings. How about you? I realized that like since we're both not going to like art college, but we both care about art a lot, like this is something we had to push ourselves because no one's gonna that's do it true. for us. And I, f- I feel like before I die, I would like to like put my own rope. Um, is it a how will? do you say it? Ro- no, no. Something retrospective for like artists of like your life work. Like I would like to put up a show just by myself. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I thought you were continuing. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, yes, yes. I, for me, well, oh God, it sounds so depressing, but like, I was thinking like, when I'm like 80, I'm going to write a will and I'm going to, I'm going to like ban my paintings from being privatized because isn't it sad to be like, I don't know, like let's say Monet, right? And, and, and you're dead and then your artworks become like a private collection that's being auctioned off. Yeah, like sold the bees or whatever. Like, like, do you really see like art as an investment, or do you want to keep it for yourself, or do you want to share it with the world? Like, it's I don't know. It feels violating because your artwork is part of you, but then someone just see your artwork as a money yeah. value that they could just keep in their home to make more yeah. money in the future. So, like, I understand why, but at the same time, like, fuck <laughs> yeah, I you. know, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that exactly and okay i can't wait for this pandemic to be over um can i oh i also want to share like a like another fantasy that i had um, yeah so, and so when i so i'm gonna take chinese right this semester next semester and yeah. i want to be able to like be fluent enough to be in china by myself to paint portraits of like of people there like mostly villagers or farmers but the thing is, it's kind of hard to do that because one, they have a life, they have got to provide themselves, and I can't just like, because like sometimes yeah. artists can be can be like the violators too when you think of it that way. Like you can't use like I think I'm using people, but I don't want to like I don't want to do that. I don't want to use people. I so like I guess the best way to resolve that is to paint, take a picture, just leave it there, don't collect them. Yeah, but yeah. How about you? But I don't know. This whole pandemic just make you realize how insignificant, insignificant you are as a person, in like in terms of how small you are in this world. Like, like what is it right now is like three hundred something death in the U.S. alone. But like, remember, like when we just hit a hundred thousand, like that seems a lot. Right, right now is three hundred thousand. Like. The larger the number, the less, like, we think, oh, we forget that they're humans. Like, they were someone else in, like, in someone's yeah, life. I, I had, a, I had, a, like, a talk of a teacher last, like, in, in high school. And he said that sometimes current events makes him numb. And I don't, I don't like that, you know? Like, you, people shouldn't be numb to these things at all. Like, I, I personally, I still feel, like, scared because of COVID because and I love my grandparents so I'm still like that fear in me is still fresh and as we learn in psychology fear is a necessary instinct it keeps you from dying people but you know so I hate when people say don't be scared uh and like I feel like this year like so much stuff happened like 
was it like in Lebanon or Yemen, the bomb, the nuclear thing mm-hmm. that went off, and then like George mm-hmm. Floyd and like the Black Lives Movement, the like killer hornets mm-hmm. from Asia, like so much shit happened this year. Like I can't even process because I've been inside my house for like that long. I know what you mean. And I I personally feel sheltered too, if that's what you mean. Like she's sheltered from the world. Yeah. Like, I still feel like I'm still stuck in the high school, even though life has moved on. I think it's because we're doing remote learning. Like, if, if we were to ask someone from who's, who's, who's like, on campus right now, they probably don't feel that way at all. You know, my problem with, like, the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement and, like, Me Too movement or, like, Everyone just, like, the first few weeks, everyone just go with a trend. But, like, if you look at it now, no one talks about it. Why do we just stop talking about it? Like, as if, like, racism I just think disappeared. right now, in my opinion, Instagram isn't the viable way to talk about it. The best way to talk about it is, like, in the classroom or when you are calling a representative or, you know, somewhere that's, like, or, or like, or with family members and friends. But like, you can talk anywhere but social media. I don't think social media is like a good place for that. Just because, to be honest, I, I doubt that people read. But I don't think, like, when people were sharing, I didn't think they care. They just did it because everyone mm-hmm. else was sharing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, like, this is, like, the same thing as, like, election <laughs> week when everyone was like biden mm-hmm. trump biden trump and then now like everyone because biden is elected everyone just shut up but like he like just because biden is elected doesn't we still have to hold That's him true. accountable yes but no one talks about but that anymore the thing, but do you personally the way instagram is structured like yeah it's, i hate it now it's too much ads too much capitalism i i don't think Instagram stories like I I still don't think Instagram is okay talking is one thing but you no know, doing is another thing you know like that's why I feel like most of us should be doing something in terms of like we if you live in New York City call your assembly person you know call your representatives call city council but other than that I don't I don't think I still don't think Instagram is a viable place to talk about politics just because it, re- I don't, it really isn't. Like, Instagram stories, they only last 24 hours. And when you post a caption, no one's going to say shit. They're just going to like it. They're not going to read it. I mean, that's just, that's my opinion. You know what's funny? Like, I believe in democracy, like, free speech, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, social media and Instagram, I'm like, why do we have free speech? Like, it just gives, like, more power to stupid people to voice yeah, their opinions. I agree with that. I think, like... No, no, so sorry. Can oh. go, can go. I feel like, like if I had more wealth, I would actually run to be like a politician because you know, like running for being a politician costs so much money, and you need like a follower following. Before yeah, and you, you need do like it. companies to back you up. Yeah, I feel like. I have so much, like, things that I want to fix, but I'm just, like, one person. Maybe I'll be a politician when I'm, like, 60. Who knows? Coco Lynn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I feel that way, too. Um, I actually talked to my... Uh, well, he's not my professor yet, but I talked to him yesterday. And he said, yeah, you're going to feel that way because you're an undergraduate. You know, I mean, that's just how it is. You can't... Like, I asked him if I could... If I can, contribute to my field as undergraduate and he said he said that you know you're not going to fix all the problems in the world because you know one that's how it is you know you can't just eliminate all evil yes i mean it's unreal but yeah yeah what i don't know i feel like i like because i come from like the common more common people I feel like I could relate to them more and like I could like a lot of these politicians they're so out of touch with people I agree with that even you know like when they've been talking about the bill the new stimulus it's still not enough you know what's crazy for my English finals I discovered that in 2008 
the government allocated $177 million to abstinence-only edu- sex education. $177 million. Isn't that fucking god, crazy? Oh my god, I'm not going to have sex because of that. Like, honestly... Oh, I don't know what they were thinking. I, 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 I listened to I listened to your first not your first, your second episode and you said that and my thought was that it's not gonna prevent people from having sex, nor is it gonna make them you know, not No, here like my theory is they um they want kids to keep getting pregnant because it keeps keeping people yeah. poor. Yeah, I agree with that. I saw that too. I mean I that too. But the thing is yeah. it's not gonna work because like, the only way to, like, prevent pregnancy is through education. It's, like, you gotta learn, you gotta, okay. Yeah. First of all, having sex in a bathtub does not mean you're not gonna get pregnant. Like, is, people still believe that. Yeah. What the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And you- But, like, it just makes you question, like, why does these politicians keep believing this? Or like, why do they want people to keep believing this? Okay, yeah, I see. I see your point. I see your point now. Do you think like if they turn to like science, they would lose like the religious following? That's why. To be honest, okay, so I'm a Christian, but like, is people always like I like for me, Christianity is a personal relationship, right? It doesn't really affect how I feel about science at all because I believe that you know. Science exists for a reason, you know, and I believe that. And I, to be honest, I don't know because I don't really feel that close with like the religious community anymore. Even though I myself is a Christian, but you know, I'm not like a re- I'm not religious at all. I don't have any religion. But like, what annoys me is like people always like God said this, God said that, but like God mm-hmm. didn't say anything. You humans yeah. said all this shit. But then they just want more power. I feel like that's why, like, I find, like, some religions, like, Catholics, like, it's kind of, like, a problem. Because they see, like, the Pope as this, mm-hmm. like, top figurehead. Mm-hmm. Or, like, bishops, mm-hmm. like, priests. These are, like, problems. In Christianity, I mean, I can't say for all Christians, but, like, in my Christianity, um, uh-huh. you're not supposed to idolize people at all. Like, I see on people on Twitter, God is going to, yeah. like, help Trump. I'm just, like... You're not supposed. If you're a Christian, you're not supposed to glorify Trump at all. You're not supposed to glorify human beings at all. Like that's not how it works. You know. You know, I'm actually like sometimes I'm, I I watch this. I mean, it's off topic, but I watch these videos of the Proud Boys. They were praying, and then next thing, and the other praying, they were like being violent, kick people, kicking journalists. You know, saying like cuss words all the time and I'm just like why are you praying to this peaceful God and then hurting other people like how can you call yourself a Christian you know like like I don't see anything wrong with religion because like all religions like their main message is to be like the best Mm -hmm. person you can be but like my problem with religion is those leaders that want to get more yes. power yeah, through religion. Yep. Yeah, religion is up and nice a lot. Also, like, I feel like people that said they're religious, like, are you? Because, like, you're not that devoted to it, but they just put a name tag to themselves. Like, at least for, like, Muslim people, you can see how religious they are. Like, they pray, like, five times a day versus, like, Christian. Like, sometimes they go to church when they feel like it. Like, how yeah. devoted are yeah. you? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I, I fall under that category. But that's why I'm saying that Christians, I mean, at least in my, in my sector, it's mostly personal. Like, personal. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, sometimes in, like, Manhattan, there's a lot of, like, little teenage boys are missionaries like why do they never come up to me to talk about god or faith do i like not look oh, like a religious oh, person um there was this there was this jewish um individuals that were like i don't know i think they were like i, I don't know what they were doing but they were approaching it they, they approached my boyfriend who was white and you know jewish yeah. don't have to look white you know that right like they like, yeah <laughs> Like, they can't look like anyone, to be honest. And I'm just like, okay. But, yeah. 
it's funny how like religious religious groups that want to recruit people they have a certain look to them oh that's true that's true i mean i i can't judge them to be honest but like i if they if they they think they're doing like you know good okay sure but i don't i wouldn't want to force religion on people to be honest and you can't really do I, i you can't do that like 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 my yeah aren't religious. There's so much. Like oh, I wanted oh, to say that my grandparents aren't religious, but like I do. I'm just like God. If you don't put them in heaven, like I'm gonna like I. I don't like that's how I feel. But how about you? Sorry. What were you? Um, I feel really nervous, especially in our time, especially like in India, like. You know how, like, Mondi's, like, the prime minister, but he grew up kind of, like, in this religious group, kind of, like, Nazis mm-hmm. with their children's, how, like, they're, like, oh, Hindus are the best and Muslims are taking over, and now there's, like, all these Hindus attacking Muslims in India, but no mm-hmm. one's talking about that either. Like, they have Facebook groups, WhatsApp groups to target all these Muslims and, like, beat them to death. I know. When I, to be honest, I don't, okay, I used to me, I, I, the, it's, it's really our personal responsibility to make sure that we know these things. At least to me, like, I don't, like, I, I personally don't really want to post, like, traumatic stuff on social media because it's too, like, I guess, like, it's yeah. kind of, it's hard to, like, you know, get the message out with, like, your phone, you know? Because people can just get your yeah, like, I know that I know that I don't want to like I don't want to see like a dead body, so I'm gonna skip through it, you know. But um, but I feel like we should talk about it because like I'm so tired of everyone just pushing things under the rug when we're yeah. all affected by it. I think. Okay, that. Oh, was... okay. oh sorry. Go me. on. Oh, I used to mean. No, go. Um, go. I'm going to focus, like. I want to focus on New York City issue. I to be like, to be honest, like whatever's happening in India, I feel like there are going to be people like you who are going to advocate for the Muslims, right? Who are being targeted, right? Just like people in Hong Kong, like we talk about Hong Kong, but um, but the people in Hong Kong are fighting for their for their democracy. They're the one who's like advocating for themselves. So I feel like. Okay, also as the U.S., like right now, yes, we can focus on world issues, but we have to also focus on our problems because we have a lot of problems in the U.S., especially in New York City. There's a lot of hope, you know, and there's like, yeah, oh my, I, I mean, actually, I mean, it's a different topic, but at least. Yeah, I understand how like U.S. have a lot of internal yeah. problems, too. I, I feel like before we can focus on other issues, we have to focus on our own issues because, like I said, on the other side of the world, there are people who are advocating for themselves and their people, you know? Like, I, 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 like I understand where I'm coming from, but like I said, like, we can talk about Hong Kong, but Hong Kong has advocates who are, you know, defending themselves. Yeah. But I know what you mean. And I, you know what's kind of sad, though? Like, there's always, like, GoFundMe pages, and it's kind of, and these organizations who ask for money to do to do their part, but you know, like it's kind of sad how there's this kind of like connotation that money can fix certain things. How money can, can feel like yeah, how, like for example, how people can continue to do the good work they do using money. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's why I like I like how you said people should be accountable, yeah. especially politicians, like. People literally elect you to fix the problems in this nation or make it somewhat better, but they're not doing that, which makes me so stressed <laughs> there's out. There's this, like, stupid... Well, there's a, there's a bunch of stupid governors, but there was this governor um, who banned cities from... No, who banned mayors from um, mandating a mask, you know, requirement. Bruh, I know this sounds so bad, but, like, politicians that didn't believe COVID is real or telling people not to wear a mask, I hope they get COVID. Just to you know, experience near-death experience. I, like, with them into I shape. had the same thought, too. I was just like, you know, you guys don't really deserve, a, like, a vaccine if you thought that 
you know, because because people were being selfish, you know, they were they were really like those who didn't wear a mask. Yeah. Like, like you were really selfish. Don't like, why are you expecting you know the government to protect you when you can't even protect the people when the government asks you to, you know? Yeah. Oh. Oh, should we? Oh my oh. God, this might get cut yes. off again. Sure. Should we end it here? Okay. Okay, this is what we learned today. Just respect everyone. Um, I had fun talking to you, Coco. Like, I, like I know that. Yeah, I enjoy. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was like, yeah. I know that we like. like no, we go, only go. Like once in junior year, right? Because no. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yearbook. yearbook club. No. It- <laughs> Forced labor. <laughs> oh my god! I I thought I signed up for photojournalism, but it was yearbook. Um, I didn't even sign up <laughs> for it. They just put me in that fucking class. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. And then yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I never really talked to art anyone besides people in my like in my in my small circle. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fun talking to you and learning about you. And like, thank you. your birthday, but and, happy birthday. Uh, oh, and, and I'm, huh? What, what? Why are you doing it? Yes, huh? I'm turning 18. Are you turning 18? Oh. Bruh, next month I'm going to turn 19. I feel so fucking old. I get like <laughs> knee pain when it rains. Um, I'm also glad that you're staying in New York City because, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Like, I don't know. Ever since people went to like their own campuses at their um high school, it kind of feels small. New York City feels smaller. No, not smaller. It it feels bigger now, and a bit lonely. But yeah, um, yes, it's okay. We got okay. each other. Um. So okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks everyone for <laughs> listening. Uh, watch out for the next episode. Bye.